Hello, welcome to episode three of Potter Time. It's February 18th, 2020, just for those of you that might be listening to this years later to, you know, in the time capsule. I'm Ryan Lindley, joined by Eric Myers. Yeah, who would have thought three episodes, three weeks, we're staying on top of this. I mean, yesterday was a holiday for us. We didn't get a chance to get together. Sometimes life gets in the way. That's true. But here we are wrapping up another big sports week for Morton High School. Um, you want to take away wrestling? Yeah, let's talk about this. Wrestling, I mean, fantastic news on the wrestling front. Connor Kidd, Corey Hoyle, Tristan Parker, all qualified for state. This is the first time since 2003 Morton has three state qualifiers. They've been down to the State Farm Center in Champaign. And like I said last time, it's one of the best events on the HSA calendar. But really happy for Connor and Corey and Tristan to get a chance to experience that. And obviously Coach Pritchard, Coach Henderson, doing great work there leading those guys to a hugely successful season. Yeah, we wish them nothing but the best of luck on Thursday, Fridays. They get down there to Champaign. Uh, moving on, boys basketball. So rough, rough weekend for us again. Uh, small loss to Metamora at Metamora. Uh, pushes us, falls back a little bit in the middle line of standings out of that first spot, which we knew last week. But now we're kind of in the middle of the pack. We got three games left. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about game ball run later in this episode, a lot about game ball. But uh, we have that big game Friday night and then Limestone and then Senior Night next week. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly. Unfortunately, you fall back into the pack a little bit. You're now 7-4. and four. The leaders up at the top. Washington's now 8-2. With three games remaining, honestly, it's pretty hard to make up a two-game deficit. So the focus probably isn't as much on the middle of night title now as much as it is getting ready for the postseason and trying to be playing your best. But the thing about the middle of night is really – it's a tough league. Anybody can beat you any night. Your first instinct is Morton's the favorite in all three of those games. They may be on paper, but you know the Potters are going to have to bring their A game to beat anybody that's left on that schedule. Yeah, the big thing, though, to highlight, last game left on the season is February 28th, next Friday, versus Dunlap at home. That'll be senior night. So, obviously, as many people as we can get out to pack the Potter Dome and bring out Clay Nation would be huge for us. Yeah, absolutely. And then, again, you said earlier, we're talking about game ball here in a second, but the two home games, you hope for some pretty big crowds, right? Because game ball run night usually packs the Potter Dome as well. Be good for us. And then we have the girls basketball team. Did a, un- a monumental feat, never been done before, right? Yeah, never. no girls basketball team in the history of Morton High School has had an undefeated regular season. And you think about that, that's pretty impressive when you consider how many successful teams the school has had, right? I mean, obviously the four state champions. You've got a couple other teams that have been to state but not won. You've got 13 of the last 15 regional titles are in the trophy case. So, I mean, you look at that and you go 31-0 though in the regular season. It's pretty amazing. It's only the second time overall any team in Morton history has done it. The 78-79 boys team pulled off an undefeated regular season. So, I mean, this team has already kind of cemented itself in the legend of Morton High School, regardless of what happens from here. But, of course, we're hoping for a lot more to happen from here. And that road starts tonight. So, at Washington Regional, we play East Peoria at 6 p.m. Uh, Coach Lindley's not going to be broadcasting the game, but he'll be broadcasting the second game. But Morton Potters will be on NFHS TV uh, tonight and the broadcast there with the regional championship on Friday, if we can pull tonight out yeah. and then this road, we just got to keep it going, keep the momentum going. We've been battled by injuries. Still got some more, got some negative news on one of our players. Yeah, unfortunately, Raquel Franks is going to be out for the remainder of the season, which really, I mean, again, you hate to see it for any kid. You hate it for Maddie, you hate it for Raquel. I mean, those are two big losses. And we talked about it a little bit last time, but coach Becker may be the best ever. I mean, I think it's not hard to state that. Well, he just had an undefeated season, the yeah. first one for the girls' program. Yeah. And he's got all those state titles, yeah, regional championships, sectionals, 500-plus yeah. wins, yeah. but he's never had an undefeated season. I mean, the chances of an undefeated season 
in any sport in any level is slim to none. Yeah, and no. here we did it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely right. And so, coach is one of the best ever. And you know, it's it's gonna it takes him though maybe a different direction as far as a challenge that he hasn't faced as much. Now he's faced some adversity in previous you know seasons and been very successful. The most obvious example is Chandler Ryan went down when she was the team's leading scorer, still led the team to a state title. So coach knows how to adjust to injuries, but this is a tough one when you lose two out of your top six players. Definitely. But again, tonight, the road to state starts in Washington, 6 p.m. You can catch us on NFHS TV, um, and we'll have the updates for you next week again. Uh, but we're going to dedicate the rest of this episode to Game Ball Run. So Game Ball Run is Morton's giant fundraiser. And we're going to hear from a couple of different individuals, boys basketball coach um, Matt Franks, as well as principal and game ball chair uh, DJ Ripka, about all game ball has to do with Morton High School and how it got started. Absolutely. Very excited about it. First and foremost, I would like to thank everybody for coming and for being a part of this event. Um, seven years ago, the idea of this started, the vision was to find a way to get our young men to be involved in the community, to give back, and it's turned into seven years, like I said, and half a million dollars raised later on. It's truly turned into a special community event, and everyone here and everyone that has donated their time and their money and their efforts to this, you really are amazing. It is something that really makes the community important special, and we cannot tell you how grateful we are for everything that you have done and being a part of this. So, so from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thank you very much. So what you just heard there was Coach Matt Franks. It was a 2009 Game Ball Run ceremony, and he just obviously talked about what this has become, the vision that Coach Brown had seven years ago. It's a pretty special thing, really, and it does take a lot of people, and we're going to talk about some of those people behind the scenes, and Eric, get a chance to talk with Ms. Ripka, who obviously is our building principal, but also is the chairperson of Game Ball Run. Yeah, and I got an awesome opportunity. Like I said, this is my first year at Morton High School, so I've been blown away. But let's go break to this segment right now where I get to sit down with Ms. Ripka, and I get to hear her thoughts about why game ball, how game ball, and what game ball has become. All right, so we are here with Mr. Ripka. Mr. Ripka is currently the principal of Morton Community High School and also a committee member and chair of the game ball run. And she's going to tell us a little bit about the history of game ball, where it started, how it is, and how we are here, get all the way here in 2020. So uh, Game Ball Run started in 2012, 2013. It was the brainchild of um, Jarrett Brown, who was our basketball coach back then, Stacey Latursky, um, who's worked with the OSF Hospital Foundation. Um, it really, for Jarrett to get his basketball team behind a cause um, that they could get involved in, most of our athletic teams have um, some type of philanthropy that they do or some type of... Um, community service that they do. And then this was really their brainchild to get behind the um, children's hospital and start raising money for them. Uh, it really started with the boys basketball team and grew into an entire district and an entire community wide event um, that's held every February. So, so how did it start? What, what was that first event? The first event was an actual game ball run with our boys dribbling a ball from Morton High School down to the Children's Hospital, which is a long run and especially difficult to do in the winter. Yeah, definitely Central Illinois weather. Like today, here in Central Illinois, it's negative eight degrees. 
it's a wonderful day. And then how's it grown money-wise? So we started pretty small and it built and built and built. And now 2020, I mean, I can only imagine what we're going to bring in. Yeah, it's amazing. So our first year um, back in 2012, 2013, we raised $20,000. And really that was beyond anybody's expectations that we could do that. Now, um, last year, we raised in one year over $113,000 just for this event alone. Um, this year, I can tell you because I'm on the committee that I'm very, very uh, happy with the progress that we've made so far. And we'll have a big check unveiling next Friday, the 22nd at the, um, or sorry, the 21st at the, um, at the game. And it's going to be pretty amazing. back once again this time we're gonna hear from coach matt franks and what he talks about here is just this idea that we really are changing lives with game ball run or at least the basketball program and the community being involved you know as a high school you talk to kids all the time about how can we be impactful in the community how can we really make a difference and game ball run really is that opportunity so coach frank sat down and had a chance to kind of hear about that from him absolutely i mean it's 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 gotten so big and so and there's so many people involved is what makes it so special that it just it speaks volumes of this community um, that what they do I mean over a hundred thousand dollars is just amazing um, and again like I said I wish everybody could see and be a part of what our kids saw in the fall in the tour of the children's hospital because every single thing is what um, like I said it's, it's literally changing lives and it's something that our community needs to and should be very very proud of um, words really can't describe it. You know, it's really amazing. You know, for a community, you know, we have a fairly large community, but we're not a booming metropolis like a Peoria to raise that kind of money. is just, it, it speaks volume of this community. Um, it's really, really special. Uh, again, I, um, I've been blown away at every turn and every step, you know, when, when Dana Hobson talked to me, she goes, Hey, our first meeting's coming up here in August. And I, <laughs> Uh, it was a typo, and, and, but it just shows. I mean, there's yeah. there's so many special people that are involved and care passionate about this cause that makes it unbelievable. I mean, like I said, we've got roughly 32 volunteers that have been working since August, um, and, and tonight's a testament of it. It was unbelievable. Um, it's it's just we talked pregame about the tour that the team went on, and as a parent. It's a heartbreaking tour, you know. You go to those rooms and you just want to, just want to hug and hold those kids. And, you know, it's so to see five-year-old, ten-year-old kids fighting the fights that they're fighting. Um, it's, it's heartbreaking, and for our guys, and it really spoke to our guys. And, and for the fact that we're giving back to that kind of cause and helping that fight in some way, um, it's just unbelievable. I, I couldn't just—I couldn't be more proud of my team, the volunteers, and this community. I mean, a hundred thousand dollars is—I'm just blown away. Well, and, and it, to your point, um, you know, as, as any of us that went through athletics and played athletics ourselves, a lot of what we learn in the athletic process are life lessons that go well beyond the playing you know, the field or the court or the course or whatever. And, and uh, tonight is just one of the best examples of that you can point to. It put, it puts everything in perspective. We all love basketball, but uh, as you said, you know, we're sitting here tonight celebrating when across the river right now their family's praying that their, you know, their child makes it. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, the whole two days. I mean, yesterday to see how many kids came out and ran and, you know, kind of inclement weather. It's just fun. It's just so much fun to see those kids and, and loving what they're doing. Um, uh, like I said, it's just, it's so, it's unbelievable. I mean, it really is. And the fact that so many people get involved and so many people um, care so much about it. Um, and again, I encourage anyone and everyone who's never toured the, the hospital or, or seen just uh, the the jump trading facility. It, it's, That's incredible. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. oh, it is, it is a first class all the way through. And, you know, we're very fortunate to have that in our backyard for our children. Um, absolutely. So let's, let's turn on. Once again, back here on Potter Time, you just heard Coach Matt Franks talking about Game Ball Run and our community and the volunteerism. My good friend Brian Gordon had a few questions in there for him as well. It's a clip from, I believe, the 2019 Game Ball Run postgame that Coach Franks did. So, again, just such an amazing event, Eric. And then Ms. Ripka, who obviously, we said, building principal, also the chair, you get a chance to talk with her a little more. Yeah, and when I sat down with her, I was totally perplexed with all the stuff that goes into Game Ball Run. There's videos, there's fundraising, there's a walk, there's every school within the district does something different, even outside of our district with Bethel. Like everything is happening and it's all rolled into this one uh, major event here at the school, which is is this Thursday at 4 p.m. And the game is Friday night. Friday night, 7 p.m. in Potter Dome. Which should be great. So, but the one thing that was missing is where does all this money go? We're raising hundreds of thousands of dollars which is pretty amazing in its short little history. Started off really small, but it's grown exponentially. And now we're into the six-figure fundraising for one event. That is something unheard of. You know, for a town of 16,000 people, there's 950 people in our school. Wow, our community really loves this event. And I really sit down with her. And one of the things that I broke out of this segment was where all this money goes. Who does it help and why does it help them? So to round this out, let's let's hear from Ms. Ripka about all those lives that we're touching, and then we're gonna we're gonna end this out on a, a good note with some dunks. Absolutely. Our two major focuses the last few years for Game Ball Run have been almost home kids, which is um, respite care for kids who are medically complicated um, for their parents that maybe need to take a vacation or need to go to an event out of town, and they just need specialized medical care for their. Um, they're medically fragile kids. So Almost Home Kids has been a real major focus. The last two years, we've really focused on the Heller Center for Kids with Cancer, which provides support for kids and their families who have been impacted by cancer, and it provides everything but the medical treatment. So it's all those other things like educational services, social emotional support. You know, fighting the battle with cancer is one battle, but they've got all these other battles that they have to, to to uh, overcome as well too. So those have kind of been our two major focuses the last couple of years of Game Ball Run. Oh, All the way up the long arm of the wall. Look out. And oh, a duck. You don't see that in board basketball oh, too much. No, you don't. That gets the crowd away. <laughs> and a turnover right after that. That rattles him. That basket had no chance. Josiah elevated it. Another one. Nice oh, with oh, the 